All right, here we go. Hello, listeners. Oh, hold up. Let me, let me All right. <laughs> Hello, listeners. Little disclaimer before we begin this episode. Due to some small oversight made during the production of today's show, the first half of the podcast has some substandard audio quality. I've done what I could to make it publishable, but on behalf of the Full Dive Gaming team, we apologize for the quality and hope you will nevertheless enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing you a weekly dive of all the news, discussion, and condensed nerd talk you need for virtual reality gaming. <laughs> that's natalie she's our she's our wonderful guest uh for this week um before before we continue this podcast is brought to you by Asterian products designers of some of the top selling amazon vr and ar accessories like the Asterian aura vr headstand that was uh nat natalie who introduced the podcast i'm rip mcafee producer and editor of this podcast Lastly, we have Jay. <laughs> I'm Jay Rat, uh, VR YouTuber and streamer, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> husband to the no- to our lovely guest. Husband to the to the me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, um, our podcast is brought. That's not what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> our podcast is here to keep you up to date. We answer questions from our Discord and Patreon communities, and followed by some of the latest and greatest VR news. And then lastly, we will discuss some of the games we've played together this week. If you missed that live stream, we live stream um, our game sessions. So um, one weekend we do the game session, and then the next weekend we record the podcast. Be sure to um, stay tuned to our YouTube channel and uh, Discord servers, and you will uh, get to know when all of that is happening. Um, Hello, live chat. Good to see you all. We'll be talking to you when we can. But um, we're going to keep this mostly directed towards you, the listeners, listening on our various podcast platforms. And with that, let's hop into our Q&A. Um, I apparently am doing the first one, <laughs> which is not how I meant to do it. In fact, you know what, Jay, take the second one first, just so that I don't talk okay. too Okay, okay. We got a question <laughs> this week from Brand Mallon on our Discord. He says, what are your favorite single-player VR games? I haven't really stepped out into multiplayer because my internet sucks so bad, so I've been doing exclusively single-player. Now, I want to say we, I've talked to Brand, and I'm pretty sure he has PC VR, so I'm going okay, to try and not talk about ex, uh, PSVR exclusives here when it comes to <laughs> single-player Uh you know, Arizona Sunshine is kind of old, but if you can get your hands on it, uh, the single-player campaign is nice. It's, zo- it's zombie apocalypse. It's pretty cool, but obviously, if you're going for single-player zombies, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, top choice, and it's on every gaming platform for VR, so you can get it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Definitely a, a top choice out of many, of many of the single-player games out there. Right. Do we know if he's, like, recently gotten into VR, or is this someone who's, like... I'm just kind of hoping for some interesting. He recently joined the go. Discord, so I'm kind of imagining uh, okay. that it's recent, but I don't know for sure because, like, he could have just had mm-hmm. bad internet forever. So, right, right, yeah, because like, there's definitely like the popular ones that we've said a million times. Like, I'm I'm immediately gonna say Half Life Alex because yeah. it is still the game to recommend. It's so good. Uh, but then, like, what's the game I recommend that you probably haven't gotten yet? I mean, if you haven't gotten Beat Saber, I think everyone has, but a lot of people don't get it because it's popular and like, oh, I'm not into rhythm games. No, <laughs> just get it. Anyway, there's a reason it's so popular. You don't have to be a beats a, a rhythm game fan to like Beat Saber. And that is single player. Oh, I mean, it, it can I be multiplayer. I like popular but, things because I'm yeah, a exactly. hipster. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of hipsters, Natalie, <laughs> what's your favorite <laughs> single player game? My favorite single player game? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh man, I'm so put on the spot right now. Oh, I would probably say Astrobot, but that's a PS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can. So. Inc- All right, that that's your favorite PSVR single player. What's your favorite non PSVR? Hmm. Many to choose from. Oh, I would say Beat Saber, but Beat Saber isn't single player. It it is though. It just anymore. also has multiplayer. It has multiplayer. Okay. Okay. Then Beat Saber. I'm gonna be yeah. very unhipster. <laughs> <laughs> so much for that. Well it makes okay. it easy. You only gotta buy two games now, Bran. B 
Speed Saver, yeah. and Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. <laughs> we didn't overload you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Half-Life Alex, you cannot forget that. It's so good, guys. Oh, yeah. It's so good. All right. Uh, K27 asks us, if VR tech could let you relive a moment of your past, what moment would you want to re-experience, and would it be hard to leave? Now, this is, like, very... I mean, this sounds specific, but this is, like, very open-ended. Are we talking about, like, current-day VR tech? Are we talking, like full as as the podcast name suggests like full dive like you're complete like yep you're you're just completely fooled and you don't know you're still in vr um like like i'm gonna go with okay let's go it's it's current day vr tech um reliving an old experience somehow so it's kind of like a 360 video of what happened yeah let's 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 Go as advanced as saying it's a 3D, 3D video, <laughs> somehow. <laughs> like someone somehow made it into a game, and you get to relive it that way. Sounds so fun. Mm-hmm. What, do, if you don't want to mention that moment, but you want to answer the question in terms of would you leave, or would it be hard to leave? I'll, I'll let you guys answer it how you will. Uh, well, Natalie, let's uh, start with you. First thing I think of is um and jay brat and i were on our wedding moon we <laughs> uh we got married Why not in just, new zealand is it not just called a honeymoon we got married so, there also, too so it's yeah. like the destination oh, but nice, only us nice. we didn't have anyone together. come with us gotcha. <laughs> uh yeah so new zealand that was really fun Ooh, new zealand I see why now. That sounds yes. that sounds gorgeous. Yes, I I would definitely not have a hard time leaving though because I like mm-hmm. living life and moving on mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah, but that would be pretty fun to visit. Mm-hmm. I'm that I'm would gonna be a moment to re-experience. I'm gonna have a really weird answer for this, and I think Kay mm-hmm. and everyone else is gonna be kind of blown away. I kind of want to re-experience <laughs> the worst day of my life from my childhood. Cause I want to, oh I want to see like from an outside perspective what that looked like and if it was as bad as I remember. Uh, oh, that's kind of interesting. Because like it kind of makes me think of this movie. There's this movie with Robin Williams where they like they had these implants in their brains that would record their whole lives and someone would make a video out of it when they died, and his entire life was determined by the fact that he thought he made this one kid die. Well, but in the end, he sees the video and he actually tried to save the kid and he failed. And so I just kind of want to like see is that memory the way I remember it or does it look different? Mm. But I would definitely be ready to come back quickly. I would not want to stay there all day, but I would <laughs> like to see and see what it was actually like from the outside. Oh, mm-hmm. your answer is way cooler than mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a contest. Great <laughs> mm-hmm. right, hipster answer. I like that. I like that. Um, so funny enough, I'm actually going to say. I've I've already had this experience, and uh, Jay, you were with me when this happened. Um, we discovered VR chat. Rec- someone had uploaded um, uh, Breath of the Wild, um, the world, like into VR chat somehow with like a stunning recreation of it. Um, and uh, uh, Breath of the Wild by itself is already an amazing game, but when I played it initially, like the like original Zelda Breath of the Wild, not the VR chat thing. It um, was at a time I like it was my it was my birthday, but life was so busy. I didn't get to celebrate it and I was having a bad time and things were really stressful. I was like, like, whatever, I'm just going to use my own money by myself. Nintendo Switch. I'm just going to enjoy it. And I got Breath of the Wild. So it like has that special like memory associated with it. And that on top of it being a beautiful, gorgeous game. And hopping into the VR chat world, I, it, 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 like, it was a complete, not only just a nostalgic trip, but, like, I just wish I could have continued playing. I wanted it to be the full game. And I would have, like, if if it was the full game, I would have just kept playing. I don't know if I would have stopped. I would have just kept playing that game. It was so, (laughs) like, oh, my God, this is in VR now, and I get to, like, see the scale of everything, and... Like Skyrim got close, but I, I wasn't expecting that reaction to Breath of the Wild. Um, so yeah, I, I I would say it was I would 
easily play that world again if it gets an update and they add more of the uh, game content. Yes. It was pretty sweet. Sounds awesome. Oh, and and a little preview to the news that's coming. One of my favorite games for my entire life is coming to VR. So I'm I'm gonna have that mm-hmm. moment Rip's talking about. Yeah, except the full experience. I'm so jealous. <laughs> All right, our last question comes from Grim Gnarly. He asks us, "How many more subscription-based games will we see now that Oculus has made it official through the store?" Pros, he said in parentheses, he put none if you ask me, and cons. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have really felt nasty about this question and I'll, I'll keep this brief we'll, we'll talk for where I'm about in the game section but we recently got a, a game exercise experience whatever you want to call it that's based on subscriptions and I kind of realized that like man I wish other games that used licensed music like Beat Saber and Pistol Whip and stuff had subscriptions yeah. because I would like to give them the money to keep getting more songs instead of waiting forever so if it's a game like that, I'm okay with seeing subscriptions. Outside of that, I don't really know how I feel because I don't play games that take subscriptions. But for games like that, that is the one exception. I think I would be okay with it. Mm-hmm. I know. I've been saying that for a while now. I think I feel like Beat Saber should have a subscription or mm-hmm. something because it takes forever to get any new songs. I mean, I mean, a lot of people have the... Um, custom songs but they're not always great like there are some really good ones out there but there's also some really bad ones so it's nice to have ones that are you know made by beat saber mm-hmm. a subscription make that easier Facts. i can think of um i wouldn't mind the, the like mmo subscription models are the pretty established and well-known thing um if that was what finally made that gave an MMO in VR the budget it needed to be a thing and be good, I'd be more than happy to pay it. Um, so there's that pro, that possible pro. It could also be horrible and, like, overpriced. Um, there's not too many games that have subscription models, fortunately, even outside of VR, um, unless it's, like, a season pass sort of thing. And there's not a lot of games right now that are popular enough to keep, like, a season pass. I could see, like, maybe some of the popular VR shooters. Um, I sure wish Onward had... If, if a season pass sort of deal was what allowed those creators to actually add more content, because right now I just I, I just straight up haven't seen them add a single new map. Um, yep. <laughs> so, you know, more content is always good if a subscription model is how it has to come about. Um, the nice thing about subscription models versus DLC when it comes to multiplayer games is that everyone has the same stuff, right? So long as you're paying the subscription, you're on the same playing field as everyone else. You have the same maps. You don't have to buy specific DLC. That's why we're seeing free-to-play-esque games being a big thing is for that exact reason. There's some pros. There's some possible pros is what I'm saying. Truth. But I can definitely see why the focus of that question was on the cons because there's so many subscription based things nowadays mm-hmm. and it gets it adds up so you do not want to have to have five million subscriptions just to play a yeah. game that you already paid for mm-hmm. absolutely I see that. all right before i happen us on into the news if um, our live stream chat wants to tackle this question. Again, the question is, how many subscription-based games will we see now that Oculus has made it official through the store? Pros and cons. If you guys want to answer that question, drop it in the chat. I'll be keeping my eyes out. And if there's a comment re-like, we'll be uh, regurgitating it here in the podcast live. For your pleasure. Regurgitating <laughs> um, <laughs> self. So go ahead and uh, respond to that. In the meantime, let's hop into the news. This week's news segment is brought to you by Asterion. Asterion offers high-quality universal VR headset stands. Guys, we love these things. We cannot recommend them enough. Jay has a lot more than 10 now. A million. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> He's been doing his own thing. You, you, guys, yeah, you guys should go check out his channel if you haven't already. But um, 
he's he's been uh i don't know i i, I don't want to i actually don't know exactly what you've been doing with this so i don't want to put words <laughs> in your mouth but i know there's some stuff going on there with the Asturian headstands um but they look great they've got rgb lighting sleek minimalistic looks and this thing is just the perfect companion for your headset so get your vr headset out of its cardboard box and onto something that is worthy of the device with five dollars off any order 19.99 or more using the code full dive f-u-l-l-d-i-v-e at www.asterianproducts.com boom Whoop. all right jay you have our first news piece the most ex- some of the most exciting vr news that i've gotten to talk about in months <laughs> resident evil 4 is coming fully to virtual reality, being redesigned for virtual reality. We're talking first-person perspective, yet they kept the awesome inventory system in there. If you don't know what Resident Evil is, you must live under a rock, but it's a survival horror game that's been popular for many years since the first one came out on the PS1. You're set in a world of zombies trying to survive, and Resident Evil 4 changed the game by making an over-the-shoulder third-person perspective, making it into a really exciting action horror game. We're getting it again in VR, First person, gun in one hand, knife in the other, fighting hordes of zombies, searching for uh, all your supplies all over the place, bartering with the awesome salesman, dude. Uh, <laughs> it it looks like from the trailer they have brought all the magic of Resident Evil 4 with one humongous major con, Oculus Quest 2 exclusive. Wait, not even what, really? Not even Quest exclusive. Quest 2 it's, exclusive. I- it's 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 not even coming to the general Oculus store. It's nope. gonna be only Nope. Never mind. All right. <laughs> news piece number two, because that piece of news was garbage. <laughs> oh, that hurts, doesn't it? I could I was oh so excited. Gosh, yeah. Because the first day this news came out, I made a video on it and it was like we just knew it was coming. And then the next day they said, Oh, it's gonna be a quest two exclusive, by oh the way. God. And we were all like Oh, I was, I, I'm still like, I have a quest That's too, painful. but That's even having a quest that news is. yeah, <laughs> even having a quest too, that hurt my feelings. Cause I was like, this is a, this is an amazing game. This is going to be so good. This should be shared by the entire VR community, but Oculus was designed in the re involved in the redesign. And so guess what? Quest two only, Ugh. Ouch. but I'm still, Ouch. I'm still going to play I feel the like crap when out of there's, it. when there's PlayStation VR exclusives, are always kind of like hey, hey, hey. but what is quest 2 was like no well if it was quest exclusive even but the quest ones really get screwed on this like that is yeah, that is that is up. mean that's like okay you can't even play it you gotta get your quest 2 now like that's just a, that's just a way to crap on the quest one because even as recently as last summer the quest one was still like this hot new item uh it, it's just shocking to see this happening so Am I excited? Yes. Will we find out more news tomorrow when this podcast actually releases? It'll be today, but April 21st, 3 p.m. Pacific time. They're going to have a whole Oculus gaming showcase. We'll find out more then. Uh, yeah. It's... I'm, <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> Rip, you're going to so finally, you're gonna finally have to get the quest too. Okay, okay, okay. Disclaimer. I didn't like, I don't have that same nostalgic memory of nostal- of not, not, of nostalgia of Resident, <laughs> Resident Evil 4. Shush. Um, the, I, I just like, <laughs> believe it or not, my first Resident Evil game was Resident Evil 6, which is like not no. like not a podium of good gaming. <laughs> no. <laughs> I played that with my friend, like co-op on the couch, Resident Evil 6, that is. And uh, we just spent the entire time laughing at how bad the game was. <laughs> like, And like it kind of like came to a great, awful conclusion when we like spent four hours going deeper and deeper down into the ground. And then eventually <laughs> it's like, okay, we need to leave now. And they like go through a tunnel that's like 10 meters long and they're out like on the side of a mountain <laughs> i'm like ow <laughs> that happened um <laughs> the game's awful uh so like but 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 we just we need to, i want to play good games in vr and resident evil 4 in vr would have been just such a simple yeah i'm buying this as soon as it comes out yeah. and i'm gonna play it yeah. and i'm gonna make sure that like everyone i can force my headset onto is also gonna play this um but not with, now. Being, being safe for COVID. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, I've got like my like two, three friends, you know, that are like also fully vaccinated and 
generally like I, I'm like that's that's kind of what I'm allowing right now, and I'd force the VR headset on those guys, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to show them this, like I, I like literally as soon as Jay, actually that's not true. I actually found this news piece before Jay had brought it up. Yay! Um, well, well. But yeah, I yeah, know usually he gets to these things first, um, and I I was like yes yes this is gonna be so good. Oh Resident Evil in VR, oh yeah, and now. It's just sadness. It's just a big old hole in my heart in the shape of Resident Evil. I fear we're going to see more of this crap with the with Facebook oh, yeah. and their whole push and all their money. Like, I fear we're going to see some really good games coming out and they're going to be Quest 2 exclusives, apparently. Like, that. that is just, that's bad for the VR industry. And even as an it owner is. of one, I'm not like, haha, take that. I'm just like, F. Like, this is bad I for all of us. <laughs> ironically i wouldn't have even minded if it was a playstation exclusive mm -hmm. for some reason like i don't know there's something less awful about that yeah uh, because because oculus is facebook so yeah, yeah. Awful. and the quest 2 is the only oculus headset that makes you get a facebook account so like if it was right. a yeah. if it was a rift exclusive we probably wouldn't care because it's like oh you just you still want to go get a facebook but this is literally forcing you to get a facebook to play this game that that's right. what this yeah. is doing and and just like to further we're we're like increasingly getting anti oculus and facebook here guys i hate to say it like when i hear that it's going to be oculus quest 2 specifically as well it's like that's the thing mm -hmm. if when when the playstation vr 2 comes out you're going to be able to play all the old ones Games that new games that come out are probably going to try and add some support for the original PSVR. You know, like Sony cares about the people on its system. Facebook does not, and they've yeah. proven that over and over. <sighs> yeah. So Even sad. if you can't play original PSVR games on the PSVR 2, it's like a million years later. So it's not yeah. that huge of a deal. But mm. like Oculus 2 was like right after oculus one like, yeah it's pretty messed up yeah this is not cool it. facebook not cool not cool that needs to be the the, the tagline for every time there's another dumb <laughs> facebook oculus thing not cool, <laughs> mm -hmm. not cool facebook <laughs> all right um uh unless unless you've got more to uh maybe some more positive things to add jay i'll move us on to the next one what are you selling facebook is selling <laughs> your information so you can play resident evil 4 i know it's so oh, awful no. it's a good headset bad company yep yes. all right moving us on so um we numerous times talked about frostpoint vr it was a, a pretty highly anticipated on our part um you know it was, it was made by uh as vr goes a, a, like a good profiled vr developer right we were expecting this thing to have an audience um they were clearly putting a lot of effort into this game and we were excited it's a, it was gonna be like a vr shooter um that, that was like kind of pvp and pve um it's player versus player and player versus environment for those unfamiliar and it, it looked really exciting i think we were all pretty excited to try this game i still haven't tried this game because when this thing released it came out to horrible reviews, scathing reviews. People were super unhappy. Um, uh, Upload VR, Road to VR, um, everyone was like, this game is kind of bad. And even when the game came out, it was very difficult to find a match. And now it has gotten so bad that Frostpoint VR, the, the, the game that had all the potential to be an up and coming new VR shooter is officially closing down its servers it was released just in Whoa. december like it was just in december this thing came out and already they are shutting the servers down um they made this announcement super recently but um the servers they're, they're not down yet but they will be down on may 9th so that's pretty soon wow. so if you want to get some cross point action <laughs> this thing's only multiplayer i believe so if you want to play this game at all i don't i don't know if you can like play it alone in a lobby or whatnot but if you want to play frostpoint <laughs> vr you better do it quick pew, pew, pew at nothing. <laughs> oh my gosh well there's like there's some advice you can like shoot aliens something like that i don't know okay 
Yeah, um, that was, this was that one monster. that you were supposed to like. You had teams fighting each other, but there was also environmental enemies fighting you too. Like, right. You're supposed to mm-hmm. add that. Do you remember who developed this, Rip? You remember who the developers were? Um, I can do my usual fancy uh, things while I'm in VR. I would, I would to love to know that, that and how much this thing cost, because that is just that is yeah, atrocious. I think it, I think I, it I, released. Are they gonna like, refund people? Like if they're because if it's right? online only, you're you're done. The game is mm-hmm. done for you, and that quickly. That's crazy quick. Yeah, this game was made by uh in in exile entertainment. They made. Wasteland 3 and The Mage's Tale. But the big one being Wasteland 3. That is not a... That, that, I don't think that's a VR game. That's just a straight-up popular game. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've seen this before, though. Regular developers don't always come into VR and make the splash they think they're going to. No, they don't. They don't yeah. always understand the ecosystem and the gaming style is different. So mm-hmm. hopefully they learned a lesson. What I fear is this means they'll just Game never literacy. try. Yes. Mm-hmm. I fear they'll never try VR again, but hopefully instead they make something worthwhile. Yeah. Um, The the game released and has continued to have uh, mostly negative reviews on Steam. Oof, what's the price? Yeah. Can you see that? The price is a solid 25 bucks, which is actually not as bad as I thought it would be. But still, if they were hoping to regain a player base... They should make it free till they shut it down. They That's terrible. Yeah, they should have. Yeah, exactly. Um, <sighs> intense ten v ten tactical VR shooter. Sad. So the last news was the uh, leaderboard challenge won weeder- winners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh frick. Uh, sad for Frostpoint. So that that's the end of another. It's just to like kind of bring this into the larger world of VR. Give give our listeners some context. This is this is not the first time we've heard of this. Perhaps the, I don't hear of too many VR games shutting down servers once and for all quite like this. But definitely games that just release. They're hoping to like strike it big. You know, there's not a lot of popular VR shooters right now. So you'd think if you just nailed it, you can like get in there and make a good vr shooter popular but like contractors if anything has shown us that game is polished it's got a ton of content and still that thing like has trouble breaking 100 players yeah <laughs> at, at, at any given moment um it's it's the vr industry is, is tough um mm-hmm. it's just there's not as many people as you'd think playing and and uh, multiplayer games coming out and within a week, not having anyone to play with, it's it's a it's a familiar story. Yeah, yeah, sad, sad. <sighs> Makes me glad we didn't actually end up playing it now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I I saw when it came out, and the the instant poor reviews was just like it, it kind of killed my interest to play it because I you know I didn't want to buy a game that like we couldn't even get a connection in a match to. We could have done the two-hour Steam trial, though. <laughs> the all-popular two-hour Steam trial. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to move us on from our news and into our games played. Those of us, those of us, those of you who uh, pay attention, we streamed Gorilla Tag. Finally, this game's been out for a little bit now, um, but it's it's been, the popularity is just climbing. Um, and of course, you know, we are, uh, actually not hipsters, so we play what's popular (laughs) (laughs) because that's what the views are. Um, but also you guys just kept recommending guys, you should play Gorilla Tech. And then I'd ask because I didn't want to play Gorilla Tech. Hey guys, what do you want to play now? (laughs) And then all the, all the people on discord, I want you to play Gorilla Tech. I'm like, fine. So (laughs) we play Gorilla Tech (laughs) and I was surprised, but what did you guys think? Gorilla Tag. Nat, Nat, why don't you explain what Gorilla Tag is in case someone yeah, hasn't yeah, yeah. heard of it? And Because I, I think it would be interesting to hear you oh. explain the game. <laughs> it would so, be. it looks terrible. <laughs> I love that. That's a great start. Just all grainy and awful. Mm-hmm. And you are a basically a half gorilla that has no legs. <laughs> <laughs> and you 
flail around. Good choice, Jay. <laughs> you flail around using your arms instead of your legs because you have no legs to run around an area and tag each other. And there are two different modes. You can do a normal tag where like you're it and you make other person it or vir viral virus or whatever mm -hmm. version where you are it and you try and get everyone else yeah there's there's like a like a survival slash zombies mode that you would like see in call of duty where you like once you're it you join the it crowd and then you yeah. got the tip and then you got the more typical like only one person's it at a time it, it's pretty simple it it, it's it's a very simple concept <laughs> okay what do you what do you think of the game natalie <laughs> So when we first got in it, I was like, this is terrible because the graphics are awful. And oh my gosh, it's so like it takes forever to even find your people that you're playing with. And there's this weird little <laughs> thing. You put like a little password in and you're oh, like, oh, we'll be getting into that. Don't worry. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but it was kind of funny. I was kind of surprised when you actually start playing it because you're like moving around you get kind of giggly like you do when you actually like run around in real life like mm -hmm. if you were playing in real life like, <laughs> yeah it's fun <laughs> but i definitely thought like i was kind of done after a little while because it's like okay we're doing the same thing over and over and then i kind of it kind of lost a little bit of the fun for me after a while because it's like you try to not get it and ooh, oh, but then if you're playing the virus mode or whatever it's called yeah it's like well i don't really care if i'm it because i'll eventually be it anyway and i'll just destroy <laughs> the winning team so mm -hmm. okay yeah there's and no there's no like time limit eventually you can win if you hide long enough or run long enough. it's like you're just gonna keep playing I until you're it yeah. yeah right yeah mm -hmm. It's very undeveloped. Uh, Gorilla Tech, I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing it's developed by one person <laughs> by the looks of it. I don't know that it for feels sure. That way. But it's just this game that someone was like, hey, let's try really different locomotion than anything that we've ever tried. And basically, your hands are, if you touch anything, if I were to touch this rail right now, I could like lift my whole body up by touching this edge of the seat here. And it becomes extremely obnoxious because you don't even mean to. You barely bump something and it knocks you. And you're, so you're trying learn yeah. to, to bounce yourself around on your hands and it's very difficult and it's it can be a little glitchy but it's fun because you're just all stuck in this experience together so like it's just this mess and you're trying to learn to play it together and it, it is more fun than i would have expected uh and people say is it worth it it's free we didn't mention that it's free uh, you can get it on Steam VR. You can get it on uh, App Labs on your Quest and play it. So you can't really knock it when it's free, I guess. Uh, it is surprisingly oh. popular. And the problem, yeah. though, too, the minute you get in, you don't get to join a lobby and find your friends. You, like, are stuck in this weird hallway. You have to learn to find your way out of it. And the minute you get out, <laughs> you're thrust into a public match. So if there's Ugh. squeakers or screamers or screechers, you're hearing it all because there's no proximity-based sound you instantly hear everyone in the room with you and if you even wanted to mute one of them you have to navigate your way to this board that shows all their names and then click mute manually with your hands so it's it can, awful yeah it can be a very good or very <laughs> bad experience depending on what that first lobby is you make it into the first time yeah. so and then rip you can tell them you have to get to like a tree you can tell them what about that part. oh my gosh okay when you boot up this game you're just i mean that nothing's explained it's you're really just thrown into the deep end at the very least it forces you before you have to engage anyone else in like talk and play the actual game you just gotta get yourself out of like a tunnel basically and uh jay kind of explained the mechanics you just you know you're, it's, it's it's like you're a gorilla with no legs um so you're just <laughs> tossing yourself around with your hands and once you finally get out of the tunnel it, it doesn't tell you to do this you have to go to a tree, climb the tree. There's a lot of tree. Oh, I dropped something. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> you have to find it. You have to go to a specific tree. Fortunately, it's the big one. Go to the go to this big tree. Go inside. 
interact with a computer that's inside. It's not like there's a big sign saying, hey, if you want to, you know, matchmake <laughs> or do anything besides just play in the lobby you're already in, make sure you go to this computer. And then once you're at the computer, I have used, like, very old computers that are more intuitive than this thing. This <laughs> thing is like a Commodore 64. <laughs> thrown into a game and you're like supposed to interact with it and make sense of it in order to join lobbies it's awful um and as a as a designer myself it just it it it's an embarrassment to my my uh (laughs) (laughs) it it does not represent us trust me um it's awful that's that's the long and short of it it is an awful experience to join lobbies to mute people to do anything besides play the game Fortunately, the just playing the game part is super simple. The it takes you like two seconds to figure out what you're supposed to be doing, um, and that's probably its greatest strength. Actually, is the, the the game initially hooks you on a very very fun gameplay loop, and once you're on that gameplay loop, you're willing to put in the extra effort of working the Commodore 64 in the treehouse. Um, <laughs> to to continue <laughs> and actually play with your friends, um, it, it it's it's a lot of fun. Um, I personally, I, I was I had very low expectations for this, and especially once I had to interact with that awful computer, I was I really had like low expectations. But once you get going, Natalie put it in, in an excellent way. Like if you remember as a kid, it's after hours. You're with your friends. Maybe this is your experience. Because, I, you know, I didn't have friends. I don't have this experience. Um, <laughs> but it's after school. You're you're hanging out with your friends, and you're like, it's it's time to play tag, right? You guys remember that, right? You haven't done it in 20 years because that was when you were in uh, elementary or maybe middle school. Um, and that fun of, like, jumping around a playground, trying to, ca- trying to catch up with your friends, playing tag, it, it definitely... It, it, it allows you to kind of relive that. Oh, and it also crap. does it. What? Zencaster isn't recording. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Crap. Oh, no. Oof. Uh, hi, Nexion. <laughs> I went to, I was just like, oh, I wonder how long it's been. I should probably check that. And I, I, I just saw it in no time. Oh, no. Okay, well, we are recording now on Zencaster. <laughs> we apologize for the technical difficulties. Oh, boy. Oh, this podcast isn't going to sound great. <laughs> I'm going gonna to have to actually add a disclaimer at the beginning of this podcast episode. It's like, we apologize for the poor audio quality. This is not representative of our usual <laughs> podcast. Oh, except for the other three episodes where Rip also forgot to post the podcast. See below for a list of poor quality audio episodes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Thank God I was at least recording OBS, but oh, man, that's that's going to be painful. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, boy. All right. Well, we... Um, well, you'll have heard it at the beginning of the episode for those tuning in on various podcast platforms, but we'll say it again now. We apologize for the poor audio quality leading up to this exact moment. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now that we are in the realm of much better audio, um, we shall continue. Uh, we were talking Gorilla Tag. Um, I was I was saying it, it was surprisingly good once you got going. Do you guys agree with that assessment? Yes, I I also agree with Natalie though that it, the life on it for me was kind of short. Like, yeah. I I it got really fun, but I can't imagine playing more than an hour or two in my entire life unless they add more to it. Yeah, I definitely don't want to ever play it again. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, I could also I could see how certain people would continue. Like, I could see why other people might continue playing it like it wasn't for me but for the same reason that i like could see why a lot of people are really into echo arena like i could see you getting much better at the game and because you're talking in these lobbies you can like kind of make friends and get a bit of a community together 
I, I could see why a lot of people are into this game and why it's so popular on YouTube. That's kind of a perfect segue into, into a question about this because a lot of people said either this is the most fun they've ever had in VR, VR or this is actually the best VR game. What do we think about what? those statements? <laughs> no, no, no. Um... <laughs> No, 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 no. I disagree (laughs) with both of those wholeheartedly. (laughs) I am offended at at these statements. Elaborate. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Have these people ever played any other VR game? Uh, I I don't know. And there's also... If they're talking about it because of the movement, there's also plenty of active vr games like what is going on here mm-hmm. um, is is a uh, gorilla tag on anything but steam i can't remember quest uh you can apps lab it okay. so it's it's basically side quest but now they made it easier to get to it so it's it's pretty easy to get it on quest okay so i imagine a lot of people are on there as well yeah i i am appalled <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know about so i don't know about best games. vr game i don't know about that I don't know. What, what, I mean, what, what what do you think, Jay? Is oh. it the best? Is it the killer VR app? Oh, is it the this, one to finally take down Beat Saber? This hurts my feelings hearing this because, <laughs> like, it's not a terrible experience. It's fun. But, like, to, to say that to these other games that have been so much development, so much time have been put into it, it well, I think what it does is it uses something in VR, though, that other games still are failing to do. It remembers that VR is a whole new medium that can do something so different than anything else. And they did that with locomotion. And I think that's what's screwing with people's heads. This is not the best VR game ever, but it is so weird feeling yourself move around by bouncing your hands off things and chasing your friends around that it does feel innovative for something so simple. Yeah. And we've been missing that since the beginning of VR when there was still a lot of experimenting and testing. We're kind of getting into this stage where, okay, every VR game you move with the analog stick and you turn with this analog stick and you jump with this button. It's We're already falling into this trap of, okay, this is what VR games are. And no, we haven't even reached the nearly the the halfway up the mountain of what VR can offer and we're getting into this rut. So that is the one thing I appreciate about this game is that they're they're changing up again. They're trying something different. We need more of that spirit in VR right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in terms of locomotion, or well, not locomotion. In terms of moving, as a uh, for VR games, the mechanics of this one are both unique and actually surprisingly oh. good. Like you can, <laughs> the, the game does get some motion sick, sickness problems for sure. Like if you're not, if you have motion sickness problems, stay clear of this game. Like uh, warm up on some Skyrim VR or something. Uh, that's always my recommendation. Th- this this game's pretty tough. But that said, if you're used to VR, it didn't take me too long to get used to this one, and it's it's fun, and it's it's this is not, however, an excuse to have like this is not the same as Gorn, where you had to like grab the world and move Ugh. it past you. It's not that. It's more like uh, it, it's you more said like, you like, said in game getting over it. That was actually a really good yeah 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 yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. um what is that game called? Getting, getting over, over it by Bennett, Bennett Foddy. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's it, imagine oh, that, yeah. but as a VR game mechanic where your hands are that hammer, where you're like kind of bouncing yourself throughout the world. Yeah, yeah that was a very a very good comparison. Mm, especially because when you're trying to climb anything, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's terrible. I, I, I wouldn't even mind if, in terms of like VR mods. This game is super ripe for having some uh, good Steam Workshop mods that like have some interesting parkour worlds to go through. Um, there's actually a game. I don't know if it's out yet. I should I should check on this after the podcast. Have you been seeing on Reddit? There's that one game where you're like kind of in a blue world and th- there's all these like yellow bars and such. And you're kind of leaping from bar to bar and completing a level. Have you been seeing that on Reddit? It's on like every. I, I feel like I haven't. I haven't been on Reddit that much lately, but I feel like uh, I've kind of missed out on this. But it sounds like something I would be into because I yeah. love the parkour games. Yeah, it's it's very much it looks like it's using this style of mechanics where you're like kind of grabbing things and like pulling yourself along. The big difference though, and what I wasn't expecting, you can't grab stuff in this game. Right. You can't. Yeah, and that's what actually re- why it reminded me of Bennett Foddy so much is 
you you can't like it's not like most vr game climbing mechanics where you can like go to a wall you grab a wall then you hoist yourself up and then grab again like tom cruise style right um no this is more like your hands are little pedal pebbles and that's all they are they they might as well just be pebbles and you can put that pebble on a, a ledge and then using your own momentum, like push the pebble down and therefore lift yourself up. But that pebble's not going to grab in- onto anything. Nope. <laughs> if there's no claw aspect of your hands, the only other weird thing you could do, you could hug things though. You could like yeah. hug something with your hands and lift yourself and learn to like toss yourself. But it yeah. was, it is you can, very tricky. You can use your two pebbles yep, to touch simultaneously. <laughs> touch the sides of something and launch yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to climb up a ladder and I could yeah. go up like two steps and then I'd fall. Two steps was... and then I'd fall. And Ryan was there and he was trying to like explain to me, oh, you have to stay on this one and then go to the next one. He's like trying to coach me through it. And I'm like, yeah, I got it. Ah, no, I don't got it. <laughs> that was admittedly very fun trying to like that that's when I that's when I mentioned the Bennett Foddy thing was trying to climb yes. that ladder because I was like, oh my god, this is literally <laughs> that experience again where I'm like so close and then I like just put a little too much effort towards yep. the top and I bounced by like hit myself away from the ladder and <laughs> find guess, myself flying back four feet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it's fun. Like I, I want yeah. some more parkour stuff. There's definitely some longevity that could be like if we're lacking content right now, which is what Jay was mentioning, I can easily see if there's like a lot of new maps that add some stuff like that especially oh my gosh if you can do that in multiplayer where you're as a group trying to get through a parkour level like that, mm, that would be i could easily play that game more i think we'll see take notes mr gorilla tag developer who knows maybe I'll, I'll try to get him on the podcast we'll see if we can get him in here all right with that, I think I'm going to take us off of Gorilla Tag. Um, we're pretty close to the end here, but um, Jay, Natalie, you guys played some other games. You guys might want to touch on if you if you feel like it. You know, well, Supernatural isn't exactly a game. Uh, if you've heard of it, it is an Oculus Quest 2 exclusive, which I actually didn't know. Uh, it Another is, Quest 2 exclusive? It is an exercise really? program. And oh. it, it's, like it's you've probably seen, gym. you've probably seen ads for it. It's kind of like Beat Saber. You're listening to music and you're swinging at these, but they're like balloons and they're, uh, you're hitting them with bats instead of sabers. So it's, it's like a legally safe knockoff. And if you've heard with the ads. Bats. Yeah, kind of. I, I have okay. seen these ads like a million times when I'm watching like a, VR channel and it always starts Werner, 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 let's do it up. <laughs> and so I'm very <laughs> familiar now with the this. like ad. Anyway, <laughs> as soon as you mentioned it, that came into my head. So anyway, continue. <laughs> so it's it's interesting because this is it's designed to be an exercise program. It's made with personal trainers. Personal trainers make these playlists that you can choose. They're either light medium or hard and the trainer is there with you the whole time like you warm up with them by seeing them and mirroring their actions and then they're in your head talking to you the entire time you're doing these workouts that are between mm-hmm. like eight and third eight and 50 minutes or something they can be long ones and they also have meditations but we have not done those they do have meditation stretchings which we haven't tried yet uh I got to say, I went into this thinking this was a Beat Saber knockoff and that I wouldn't care about it at all. And that I would never dream of paying 20 bucks a month for it. But when Oof. you but when you 20 actually a month. 20 a month or we paid the whole year because you save a little bit if you pay the whole year. But I think it's like oh, wow. uh, I think it's yeah, like 100. You must have liked this game. I think it's like 180 bucks for the year. Yeah, it's pretty Ouch. hefty, uh, but we're it pretty, is. we're pretty into fitness, so. Yeah, and and not just that, but like some some family of ours bought headsets just to get this game, just to do this experience, and so oh, wow. we're kind of we're seeing them on the on the boards, and like you can like like each other's stuff on the app and stuff. So it's <laughs> it's also kind of to like encourage and be a part of this with them. 
I I really thought I was going to hate it. I Natalie was playing it long before I was, and I was hearing her playing it, and I thought I was going to hate it. And then I finally got in, and I was like, you know what? This is actually a really good way to do cardio fitness. They set it up really well. It's kind of like, imagine a Beat Saber playlist that just automatically plays. You know, there's no break time in between, and you got a personal trainer talking you through it, helping remind you tips and stuff while you're doing it into all these different curated workouts of a lot of new and good and popular music you know this isn't just crap default music these are old music too they have good like 90s playlists 70s playlists Mm -hmm. yeah there's something for everyone but i mean they've got new they've got skrillex they've got diplo they've got uh kanye west they've got like all kinds of songs so it's it's really like if you just took beat saber and made it into a very fleshed out uh exercise program that uses 360 degree photos of all different locations all over the yeah, world that you stand that inside. I was surprised because when we had Abshire on here and he's the VR fitness enthusiast, he kind of knocked this off as like, Oh, it's just beat saber. Don't play. I don't know if he actually had played it, but it's definitely more than the sum of its parts. I will, I will yeah. give it that. I was surprised. I was surprised too. Cause we got, we did the trial first and I totally, when I saw the ads, I was like, okay, this ad is cool, but it looks exactly like Beat Saber, and this is dumb. And then we got it, and it was like, this is, and it really gets you sweating, like, uh, more for me than Beat Saber, because I'm kind of in between uh, Expert and Expert Plus on Beat Saber. So the Expert ones, I'm like, not working as hard, but Expert Plus is too hard, so then I just die. And so, <laughs> unfortunate. I know. And so it works really well getting you moving, and more than just the arm movements, it also has you like squat down and stuff. And I know Beat Saber has some of that, but it has more of it, so getting your whole body going. And honestly, so the coach people, I sometimes they're a little annoying, but the stuff they say is kind of cheesy. But it's like positive mm-hmm. affirmations and stuff so it's actually uh, that's like pretty typical yeah fitness i was just playing oh, yeah. some ring fit the other day mm-hmm. which is like the nintendo switch yeah, sort of yeah. fitness thing and like you, you 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 in the moment you're like yeah this guy's saying i'm doing such a good job and i'm all about this <laughs> but then like the moment someone walks into the room you're like just feel like it like you, you're so uncomfortable all of a sudden like, <laughs> you're, like you're playing a game that's made for like five-year-olds <laughs> with how, like great good job excellent and they literally say it that fast like every two every half second (laughs) they're like you're still doing great (laughs) you're just like yeah (laughs) yeah i feel like the coaches on this have like a quota of how how much time can go by before they say something else but (laughs) they have like personal stories so it's a it's a little more i I guess i can't say personalized because it's not like personalized to each person but it feels more Mm -hmm. personal than like just saying great good job they're like talking about a story about like the playlist or you know Mm. incorporating stuff from a song into like what they're saying so but some of the stuff is kind of cheesy but it still is like puts you in a positive mood and so yeah and it really gets you and man it can jeremiah slash jbrat like he does extra plus songs on beat saber and is like going crazy and if this game can get him sweating then i would say it's good <laughs> <laughs> this is a good sign yeah well i mean like the thing about like expert plus songs and really those you know the, the, i'm curious if you can like kind of game do you think you can game supernatural because that's the thing about beat saber is uh, getting better at the harder modes is 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 less about swinging more wildly and instead learning how to prioritize movements and sort of get a flow going and and learning how to move in a way that's very efficient um uh while still getting like a good score making sure you're getting like full swings um can you do that with supernatural is there like a worry of the more you play it the less effort you might 
end up putting into it as a result of that, do you think? I, I think there could be, but like the trainers will remind you during it. They're like, don't be moving those wrists. You need to be using your whole arms for this. Like there is a bit of self-accountability and there's really no point to gaming it because you don't have like a score you see during it or anything. Like okay. you're just there to exercise. So you're trying to actually do it right. there is a score and but you want to do better than your done. friends. <laughs> Yeah, there, it, when it's because done, but you can't leaderboard. see it. Yeah, you can't see it while it's happening. But and and the trainers remind you that stuff. But you could, I mean, if you really tried, you could just flick the crap out of your wrists to do it, and and you could mm. cheat. But it's not what you're there for. So I I guess you're not you're not as enticed to get that super high score like you are in Beat Saber and be on leaderboards because you're actually there because you want to exercise and do this program. So and it also doesn't show you there's not like a like a thing tracking your points during it like you said or yeah or like something showing you your uh what's the word i'm looking for um like how many you've gotten through before you missed the streak yeah streak, no streak yes. that. No, no, and no so streak yeah so that that definitely helps with that and man okay. some of the the hard want songs or playlists man they're hard like there's a score for like accuracy, I guess, like hitting the things and then a score for power. It's so, like how hard you're hitting it or maybe like how you know wide your swing is or whatever. But man, it is hard. And I was trying so hard on this one to get like a full power and it gives you like a percentage of power. And I was trying so hard and it was like, on, it was like 50% for one of them. I'm like, no. And so that really motivated me to like really go hard. And like, so that kind of thing, that's really motivating for me. And mm -hmm. the little leaderboard thing also, like you can follow your friends and then see who's at the top. And man, that is motivating. And <laughs> it even, there's like an app you get with it. So it has like a thing where you can like people's, uh workouts and stuff definitely pretty facebooky but it's motivating so motivating <laughs> well that, that sounds pretty good surprisingly it was and i honestly really thought jeremiah aka jbrat would hate it and so i was mm -hmm. pleasantly yeah, I, I mean especially when you're like really into beat saber it's like every new rhythm game that comes out it's just, the, the, for me at least, like a lot of the other rhythm games, somehow reveal themselves to me more that they are in fact rhythm games, mm. which I'm not into as a genre. Right. But Beat Saber somehow manages to fool you. It feels more like you're playing some very interesting lightsaber game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, and, and there's like a flow to it that makes you just feel cool mm -hmm. that a lot of other rhythm games like i i was i was playing beat saber with a bunch of friends before i was like hey you guys should you know this is a lot of fun you guys should check out a uh, ragnarok it's like it's another game i've been really enjoying lately and man that game just does not work well in groups it's like it's so much <laughs> to play when you're fun to play when you're by yourself but just going <laughs> like, there's already a lot of that in beat saber but like at least you can kind of like get a dance going to it, you know, and like yeah. it, it, you can learn how to kind of present yourself in a way that's not terrible for Beat Saber. No, for Ragnarok, you're just standing in one place, just swinging <laughs> your arms up and down wildly, and there's no <laughs> other like th there's nothing else to it. Um, and it's intense, and it's like a good workout, and it's fun, but uh, it, it's it's definitely more of like it, it's it's the equivalent of just standing there and playing drums as opposed to being a cool block slaying jedi um <laughs> yeah so i i can i can see why but it's interesting that he did end up do you think you'll be playing more of this jay oh yeah i'm i'm not only motivated for my own sake of enjoying and using it for fitness marks i've been wanting to use my vr headset a bit more for fitness because like we weight lift but i'm like i should probably be doing cardio but it's also like her her family members that got these like that I've shown them VR before and like this is what's turned them into VR lovers. I can't believe they're like they're doing these workouts like every day. Yeah. And not only it's not impressive. only have they not done much VR, they are not into fitness whatsoever. Like mm -hmm. they've they've wanted to for years do something and you know they've just never done this. They've never done that. And this has got them like hooked. So I feel like a like a degree of accountability that I need to like be putting my scores up there too <laughs> to like keep them going I and can like see that. 
I've heard that's a I've heard that actually helps not not just for VR but in general when you're using like a VR uh, game or a VR app or whatever or not sorry not a VR app a fitness game or a fitness app um, when you've got friends you're competing against it's it keeps people playing longer and it makes them more motivated mm-hmm. so yeah. I believe you yeah um, so yeah I'll be well, continuing and I'll update you as we as we learn more about it. one thing I want to yes, do please I want to do an easy workout and just slay it and then I want to do the same easy workout right after and just not hit like hardly anything and see if the trainers say different stuff I want to know if it's actually programmed mm. for them to like yeah. tell you anything or if it's always just exactly I the don't same. think they say I think it's exactly the same all the time I yeah. don't think I it's... have that suspicion but I yeah. wonder I do wonder that that is one of the nice things about Ring Fit, which I highly recommend. By the way, if you like a good workout game and you own a Switch, I really enjoy Ring Fit. I'm only on a break right now because I just, I went too hard too quickly and I damaged my knee doing okay. it. Um, yeah, so I'm taking it really easy on that knee right now because don't want to hurt that. Um, but uh, definitely don't don't if you're gonna you know if you're like me and you like were a weekend warrior at best. Um, definitely take it easy when you go into these fitness things don't go to the most intense just because like you know i want to be a you know i want to get fit fast now right no if you haven't been working out like you're supposed to then you gotta ease into it you can't just rush into it i I learned that the hard way now i have to take a break from (laughs) being a fit person because i did this to my knee it's a bummer anyway um I completely forgot what I was going to say before that. This, Ring did fit. I, did I like? Fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it does a great job of when you're playing the game. Uh, it actually tells you. It it does a pretty good job of kind of like seeing what you're doing just through a ring and something strapped around one of your legs, and it can actually tell you like, hey, your squat can be a little bit deeper. Hold it a little bit longer. You can squeeze the ring fit a little bit better. Like stuff like that. Um. Which was really cool to see. So I am curious if Supernatural does that, something like that. You'll you'll have to report to us, Jay. Yes. Ring fit does All right. look really moving. Cool. <laughs> um, Jay, do you want to talk? Uh, not long, because we we gotta get uh, we gotta wrap things up here. But um, I I just I I want to hear about Alvo, and I won't let you go until you tell me <laughs> a quick brief. At least give us some a teaser of your full opinion um, oh. for Alvo that you uh, that released on PSVR. Alvo came out. It's a it's a multiplayer online shooter. Uh, it's got three modes, uh, free for all, team deathmatch, or like place the bomb, stop the bomb, okay. whatever, Standard. whatever that's called. Yep, standard three types. I played with the aim controller because I figured that was the only way to play and it was going to be the best way. Mm-hmm. Uh, this game is surprisingly making quite the splash on PSVR, but I will say that is only because they don't have Pavlov or contractors or any of those. Yeah, this is another. Oh first person shooter i don't see so far anything that sets it apart it does have a good roadmap of stuff that's coming but like this thing's already been developed for like four and a half years or something crazy like that so i'm guessing this team has a little bit of stuff they need to work out together because i don't know it a lot of psvr reviewers were just saying this is amazing this is amazing and i i was kind of thrashing it and people were shocked by that <laughs> but like the first the i got in day one the, when it came out or i guess it was like the the morning after it came out and it was glitching it was having some issues uh and it wasn't the internet it was definitely the game itself was having some problems but by the end of my play session they seemed to have worked themselves out so uh it it definitely took some more time but it's it's definitely if it came out on PC right now in the shape that it's in on PSVR, it wouldn't be that much of a splash because it's not really anything different or exceptional to what we have. PSVR just doesn't have this, and that's why it's getting some hype. So it's not bad. It's not a bad game, but it's 40 bucks and it's on sale for 30. And that's kind of a lot for how basic it is, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it says something that it's out right now. And like, it, you know, pre-orders, I could see maybe that kind of a sale but the fact that it's already out and it has that sale going on a little sus if you ask me they like launched it on sale which was kind of weird i guess they were like let's get people in there quickly but yeah like, maybe why didn't you just make it 30 dollars then why is it 40 right. on sale like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah punish the people coming in later no that's not how you do it Rude. yeah um and 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 lastly in terms of like how does it compare to contractors pavlov and onward like like on a on a technical gameplay level, did, uh, would you say 
which ones it most like. It's it's definitely, I mean, it feels more like like a Counter-Strike kind of game. I mean, I think it took like six shots typically to kill someone. Oh, that's uh, a lot. It, yeah. It, it, <laughs> it, 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 a lot. What it about definitely, headshots? Uh, headshots were a little less. I think it was still three or four, though. It definitely Oof. was. Definitely was pretty well, arcadey. The grenades, that's not though. Counter-Strike. The grenades were. Counter-Strike is instant. Was it? Okay. I played Counter-Strike way back in the day, and I felt like I actually got to shoot people, so I didn't think that it was. Yeah. It's definitely kind of arcade-shot. It's definitely kind of arcadey, and okay. the grenades, though, are are the thing. I got to the point where I was killing people with grenades more than shooting them because the grenades <laughs> had such a range, and you could, like, quickly throw a grenade, and they'd kill you, and then the grenade would kill them, and you get to see it happen. Uh, <laughs> once, you, once you realized the grenades were as overpowered as they were, everyone was just using grenades half the time. Oh, so that. Rough. It kind of messed it up. It was fun when you're the only one doing it, but then when everyone's doing it, it's like you you spawn and you get blown up by three grenades at the same time. So, ouch! It definitely it's got a roadmap. It needs those patches, in my opinion, and hopefully by the time it comes to PC, it will be a better product. But I don't see it making much of a splash on PC when we already have games that are much more polished and much better. I think this is a classic case of it was in development for way too long and everything's passed it by. Yeah. Well, fortunately, it's a PSVR, and finally, PlayStation has some games to play. Um, I think they definitely need... Contractors is still not out on PlayStation VR, right? No, it's, like... all, it's only Firewall Zero Hour, which is a decent game uh, if you can get, if you have friends that play it with you, but the lobbies are just too sparse at this point to play it without friends. That's unfortunate. All right, and with that, uh, we're going to wrap things up here for today's podcast. Before we go, please, don't leave. Don't leave. Guys, don't leave. Listen in. You should join the Discord server. Don't leave. <laughs> the Discord server is an awesome place to be, guys. Consider checking it out. It it We're always on there. We're talking to you guys. I know some people are like, I just want to lurk. But trust me, join the Discord. Say hi. If you've got some questions you want to ask us, we are around. Natalie's in the Discord as well. Come, come and say hi. Similarly, we have a Patreon community. If you want to make sure your answers make it into, or not your answers, your questions make it into the podcast, our patron community absolutely gets priority. So please ask us some questions on either of those platforms. Um, if you are watching the YouTube channel, consider checking out our uh, podcast. You know, we're, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on iTunes, we're everywhere. Um, if we're not, we're you want to listen to podcasts let us know similarly if you are listening to this podcast and you're like i want to interact with this i want to be in the chat i want to answer questions etc cetera, etc cetera. check out the youtube channel we are live streaming right now though we're going to stop in just a second here and with that we're going to stop <laughs> thank you thank you for tuning in we will see you all episode 45 Good morning! Yeah, Natalie here, and she likes to say, "Fortunate." It wasn't, it, but you like. It, I thought it was like supposed to be more like Doiv, like yes. Doiv on it. I heard that. Oh no, I said Doiv. It was so loud. <laughs> it was so loud, just sound like. Doiv <laughs> I am not gonna Flipping. be quiet. That's fine. That's that's why you're here. All right. <laughs>